Hello and welcome to Ontromies. Here we are with our second guest of the Ontromies. So today we are with Piyush Verma, the founder of Manush Labs. He is one of the uh, one of the faces of social entrepreneurship in our country, and he is trying to grow the social entrepreneurship con- culture in our country. And uh, like he ha- he's working with some of the startups in the tier two st- cities of the country. And uh, like I would like him to introduce himself in a proper way and tell something about himself. Thank you, uh, thank you, Shreyas, and thank you, Himanshu, for inviting me uh, to this wonderful podcast of yours. I'm really honored. Um, so I, uh, I am Piyush. I grew up uh, in uh, in Uttarakhand, and uh, my undergrad was in architecture. Um, then um, I I lived in a few countries over the last few years, and uh, uh, I got this fellowship at MIT, and uh, I went there. Uh, so so basically, my my uh, uh my entire journey in the last few years taught me that there are a lot of you know social issues and uh, uh and and the people of india majorly the people who are in the middle bracket of of uh, of our population so if you see india is a country of more than a billion people the top few 5 to 10% people are those who are actually uh you know de- building and designing services for rest of the country uh but the real problem lies in the in the middle part of the population where you know people who are living in tier 2 cities tier 3 cities and uh, people who are uh not from uh, you know uh, upper middle class backgrounds those people are the ones who face most of the problem so our intention was to give them the power and um uh, the kind of opportunity to solve their own problems that's how we we started and uh, uh and and manush labs began last year around spring uh semester when i was at mit and we we thought that okay uh what can we do to actually uh, give more resources and uh, make it uh, a, a, a better uh, you know uh, uh better op- better opportunity for for those entrepreneurs who who come from tier 2 and tier 3 cities and that's how we began and right now we are um, uh we are in a stage where we have done one pilot we have worked with 25 entrepreneurs from different parts of the country and uh, we are very excited to uh to keep this this initiative going perfect uh so so like the importance of the uh the people that are in the mid level of the demography and and the standard deviation from someone who might be uh, belonging to that part of the demography and and to the 5 to 10% is actually vast and and this is something that we realize because the service providers and the service consumers being on two different ends it's very difficult for us uh, to you know build a bridge so to say uh be it socially economically or or on any front um but essentially sir my very first uh, question to you that i would like you to address is that how do you place the importance of a social impact in a business or a startup ecosystem like like you just spoke about because we belong to a mixed economy and with capitalism taking the inclination of uh, you know how people produce goods and services where do you place the social impact that would you know stem from and help the people out there that are not so privileged 
<clears throat> sure so let me first start by uh, by defining what i what i mean by you know social impact uh so social social impact is anything which is uh solving a critical problem of of our society it can be uh for example uh, you know providing job opportunities so uh, and if you provide job opportunities to the people it it basically um boost the economy in many ways because the people who who work then they they contribute to the economy and then overall it trickles down to you know uh uh to each and every person uh, uh of the country so uh, uh in our case in 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 our initiative what manush labs does we we tend to focus on on startups and entrepreneurs who are uh who have some kind of social impact in, in, in implication through their work uh it can be through you know uh food and agriculture it can be through health tech it can be through uh urban livability problems of the environment uh uh and uh, it can also be something like uh, providing more opportunities for underserved people uh, skilling and training so these are all the different components of social impact that we uh, that we that we have taken into consideration through our initiative and uh, we believe that uh, um once we start looking at at the problems around us and and try to solve them instead of trying to create imaginary problems and then solving them for example most of the the startups in india today uh, most of the typical tech startups they they focus on the problems of of a very small section you know the urban elite uh, who have access to technology who have a, a very good exposure to everything but they are not the ones who face the the real you know serious problems of of the country so uh, so that is the intention of uh, of, of this whole initiative to to basically focus on the problems that that majority of the country faces and by solving those problems we can actually contribute to the ecosystem in a better way yeah activist give a gist about social entrepreneurship as such and how someone can make money out of it because like working on an ngo is easy but like working on an ngo and making money is quite a tough task yeah so i would i would again uh, that's a great question uh, shreyas i would again like to emphasize on the fact that social entrepreneurship is uh is a very uh, vast field and it has lot of opportunities so for example if you see edu- edu- uh, education right it's a it's also a social social problem in india and uh, majority of the country uh, faces those problems so if you see that the total addressable market here is almost like a billion people so if you have a billion people who are facing a problem then uh, first of all there is no there is no problem of finding the the users because they are there already and if the users are there in such a huge quantity that means the money is also there some somewhere right uh, because if you provide the services to such a huge chunk of people uh, eventually they will pay you somehow and you will get uh, get that kind of uh, uh, money uh, revenue so so social entrepreneurship does not mean that we we cannot be uh, revenue making we can definitely generate revenue through different social entrepreneurship projects uh, and then there are also different organizations and stakeholders who can help you generate revenue for example government 
इफ यू टाइप विद गवर्नमेंट इट हैज सेवरल प्रोग्राम्स लाइक नीति आयोग अटल इनोवेशन मिशन दे सपोर्ट ऑन्टरप्रिनोरशिप सो इफ यू हैव अ सॉलिड प्लान एंड इफ यू वॉन्ट टू वर्क इन दिस डोमेन यू कैन ऑल्सो टेक गवर्नमेंट सपोर्ट एंड दे विल डेफिनेटली हेल्प यू इफ यू सी दू इफ दे सी दोटेंशियल इन यू देन देर आर सेवरल ऑर्गेनाइजेशन यू नो हू फोकस ऑन इम्पैक्ट in fact right now most of the organizations even the the biggest tech organizations they are focusing on impact so they have a a a a part of their their uh, their organization which focuses on this part, this particular you know issue so so basically they can help you uh, with that they can also uh, give you the money to do that then there are global and and indian foundations for example gates foundation and dell foundation and all these omidyar foundation they 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 can also help you they can partner with you uh, you know on these initiatives so uh, there are different ways to generate revenue you just have to uh, focus on what you want to do and then uh, revenue revenue options will uh, will kind of uh, you know come automatically once you once you you know focus on on execution right so like so our country houses uh, 1/7 of the world's pop In, and with a massive demography demography that we come from uh demand obviously exceeds supply and you rightly pointed out that you know money will automatically chase if if the impact and the execution is in the right place because it it essentially takes a good product which is useful and which actually has uh, the services that it it would cater to the people who actually require it rather than it going to waste yeah. uh so But when in, when there is a culmination of probably more sustainable goals than one, and how does that come into effect and automatically take you know take its course and how does it how, how does it ensure that it is auto it will satisfy more such goals, not just those like not just limited to those goals only. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's a great question, Himanshu. Uh, uh, Let me answer it in 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 this way. Uh, if you uh, if you create a social enterprise, let's say that works on waste management, right? uh and if you are trying to um uh, uh help rag pickers in some way so if you uh, if you are trying to to provide more skills or or training to the rag pickers and then you are providing them more opportunities and making their job easier in a way first of all you are serving one sustainability development goal which is around skilling and providing opportunities and you know employment opportunities i don't exactly remember what that goal is so this is one goal but parallelly what you are doing is you are also serving the environment you are uh, you know helping uh, uh helping uh, uh, basically clean the clean up the city and uh, you know in some ways it it also has uh, implications to the um uh, to the overall uh, productivity of the people right so in many ways these goals are tied to each other because if you do one thing you are also basically creating an impact on other other aspects of of these goals uh, so for example if you create uh, a uh, an app which is helping uh, you know uh, farmers uh, increase their productivity and uh, you are helping you are educating the farmers to to basically do organic farming so in some ways first of all you are providing job opportunities to the farmers but parallelly you are also serving the environment by by promoting uh, you know regenerative farming so in this case there are two or three problems you are solving it at the same time uh, so yeah even in our case like the startups that we have selected in our first cohort they are they are uh, essentially um, you know 
associated with one or multiple of of these sdg goals but uh, when we started the program we were not looking at uh, these goals uh, to be honest we were just looking at are you solving any any social problem social economic problem and then once we actually selected these startups and we thought uh, okay let's check if they are actually connected or associated with the sdgs or not and then we figured out wow many of them are actually you know uh, solving these problems so that is something which is a uh, uh, a kind of a a parallel uh, you know uh, uh, project which the un uh, is doing we essentially did not uh, uh, align our program with them uh, but eventually we learned that okay we are we are aligned or we associated with them in some ways uh, but our intention was not to 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 design our program around those goals perfect uh, so like that that being said uh, the importance of these goals are definitely on a macro level but on a micro level it just depends on like you know what primarily uh, is is that social economic goal that you yourself feel is, is a social problem and then you would solve uh, likewise sir uh, for example any csr initiatives that are taken by big industrialist groups uh, uh, we don't know much about it because they you know they generally publish uh, an annual report uh, that's that's about it but uh, where would you place uh, the like you know the success or maybe uh, you know the actual work that is done by the csr initiative and do you think uh, it, it is a farce or do they actually care about uh, like you know people who are in need and do they actually work towards it sure yeah i think uh, many of these organizations uh, you know who who are uh, serious about their corporate social you know um initiatives and uh, they they work with ngos uh, they are doing making an impact so there are several organizations there are so many ngos in the country who are getting benefited through these csr programs uh, so i i can't say that you know uh, they are not creating an impact uh, but one one issue here is that uh, uh the 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 process of uh you know allocating money might be uh, improved a bit maybe uh the the world or or india needs more organizations which can help the the impact organizations channelize their csr money in a more efficient manner so that the 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 ngos who are actually making an impact and you know who are doing scalable work can get benefited more than those who are probably doing um some kind of redundant work so that is the only concern that i have with this otherwise i think it's a great initiative by the government and it's it's uh, it's creating impact sir so now i think you know we'd be we'd be like really done away with mundane questions so sir i'm going to give you a task right now what i'm going to do is that i'm going to give you a problem and you have to address this problem coming up with an idea and give me a minute and a half solution to this entire problem and how would you ultimately you know encircle this this uh, initiative or so to say a revenue generating uh, format of social entrepreneurship into action right so so, so so there is this village that has a dearth of proper drinking potable filter, filtered water and uh, the people the members of this village they have to walk about 2 and a half to 3 kilometers to a well which is still not well filtered because you know uh, how uh, the water the de- the depletion of water resources and and you know uh, the wells not being properly uh, maintained and, and sanitized these people are having a lot of issues wherein they are not getting the requisite amount like 
and and water as you know and as we all read in so many of these articles and publications that it's going to be a very expensive resources by 2030 or in the years to come right people don't want to start paying for money just yet because that is something that people are not ready for right so can you give me a solution to this and and explain to me your product and how will it actually and who are the beneficiaries of it and how will it actually generate revenue so the problem here is uh, that that the villages are not able to get uh, potable drinking water right so there is right. no water water supply right uh, okay and the village well is uh, is a few kilometers away uh, so that does the village well has has uh, drinking water potable drinking water like it's still not because it has to be sterilized and boiled and, and even they do not have the requisite amount like you know the, the basic uh, let's say so to say uh, preparations which would which would allow them because it's a very long process and you need water like a good amount of water for to sustain the climate as well yeah yeah so <clears throat> i think first and foremost uh, uh, we should we should uh, think about rainwater harvesting uh, if the village is actually um at a at a geographical location where you know they receive uh, ample amount of of rainwater because that should be the first priority for for everyone uh, because that is the the best way to to store water that is the purest water and uh, i've also worked on rainwater harvesting uh, uh, you know problems uh, my my academic thesis was related to that so definitely uh, uh, the villagers should be uh, first of all trained how to store the rainwater how to how to create uh, you know uh, infrastructure that can store rainwater and increase the uh, the groundwater table of the village so uh, uh, yeah so i think it's a systems systems thinking problem not just uh, a, a kind of a a problem that can be solved with one single product you have to think about the entire system so first of all uh, of course uh, training and skilling of the villagers how to actually make use of rainwater and store it and then giving them the education and you know right kind of information about uh, about how to create such infrastructure where if they actually utilize it in a such in a good way their groundwater table can also improve you know substantially so that that would be my uh, uh uh you know uh, first idea uh, which is around uh, skilling and training and and uh, educating uh, because in, in in many cases in indian villages if you give the right kind of uh, you know knowledge to the people they will be able to solve their own problems we going there and giving them some external solution uh would not be beneficial to them as much as they solving their problem so enabling them to solve their problems is, is probably how i would start <clears throat> perfect i mean this was the perfect illustration that you could give to like a system thinking approach because when people hear what system thinking approach is they probably go into the theoretics of what it is rather than the application of what it would uh, curtail and and you know this was a definitive answer that i personally really really uh, like you know understood a lot from Uh, so yeah, thank you so much for that. Sure. We just named three social problems that need to be addressed uh, in the next five to ten years, or maybe in the next decade, that uh, you personally think should be solved primarily before other problems. 
felt on it and i think uh, this this pandemic is going it, it has been like a very big lesson for people on the receiving end and you would know that you know uh, how weak we are at the core right now because if you were to actually survive this pandemic which is probably not going to go away anytime soon and with the cases rising i i i do wish and hope like you know, people are still safe people are still realizing the reality of it and and you know are not uh, adversely affected because uh, listening to the, the reports and and the news every single day just makes us a little more uh, you know nimble about the fact that you know people are out there and people are not uh, doing the requisite precautions or taking the requisite precautions that are required but other than that so well rounded like it was a really nice good couple of thoughts and insights about social entrepreneurship at its crux what are the things that we are you should focus on what are the important factors that is going to enable you to bring about that social impact that you would be looking out for and uh, a good couple of questions that we addressed today and and you know we thank you enough uh, for participating with us here today in this podcast and we hope that you know our audience that who might be listening to this podcast take uh, the learning in good stride and and they actually work upon it because that is what matters more as you mentioned that you know execution is the key so yeah. thank you so much sir for for being with us here today and recording with us um uh, Have a great day and stay safe, stay safe, uh, stay healthy, and tune in. Until next Thank time. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It was an honor. Thank you.